Hello and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. I have a very special guest with me today. I've been trying to get him to do this for a while. And it's my it's my husband, Richard Stoloff. Thank you so much for joining me, honey. Well, thanks for having me, Robin. <laughs> My first video interview ever uh, doing this podcast, and I thought it would be a great way to kick it off with my husband for the new year. He's been exercising since he's 13 years old and really uh, amazing, just stays with it and it's just really part of his life. So I thought he would share all of that with you. He's actually a practicing attorney, but he has a degree in exercise physiology and is just really knows so much about it. So thank you for being here, hon. It was a, it's a pleasure. <laughs> you didn't have to travel very much. Not at all. <laughs> so just for, you know, to get a little background, how did you get into fitness? What made you get started? And what keeps you going with it? Wow. So I really, I joined my first gym when I was 13 years old. It was close to my house where I grew up. And I was lucky because I started, it was kind of a bare bones gym, but I started with a bunch of guys, they were all older than me, and they kind of took me under their wing and really taught me the right way to start to exercise. And they taught me how to put a program together and to how to start to progress with the program and expand it. And then you just kind of decide what your goals are and, and what you want to do, and you can kind of branch off from there. So my beginnings were good in learning the basics. And then I just kind of never really stopped. I mean, it, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, and through the various phases of my life, I found a way to stay with it. And, and I really think that to get something out of it, you know, it's like an old saying, it's, it's really a marathon, it's not a sprint. And if you do a little bit, uh, even each day, each month, each year, and you stay with it, you know, you can see some results and it's rewarding. And one of the best parts of about you exercising so much is that you met your wife in a gym. Yes, I did. <laughs> I was the aerobics instructor and he was the manager and I went in and applied for a job right out of college and that's when we met. Hired so, you right away. Uh, yes. The easiest then, decision of my he life. He was my boss. Now I'm his. We won't say that. No. Completely switched. Yep. <laughs> but, so whirlwind romance. Ten years later we got married and we've been together really married 26 years but together 36 years so we really know each other. <laughs> you deserve a reward for that <laughs> poor woman no no it's been it's been great and we've exercised basically our whole life we've always worked out together we've done some bodybuilding and fitness competitions but now we're older and we're trying to maintain it not as easy as it used to be our body's breaking down a little more but we're trying to tweak and change things so that we can continue to do it and that's something that you've really done with your program yeah, um, you know, you go through phases and you and you change as you go along. I mean, I had all the usual goals of a young man. I always wanted to be the strongest guy in the gym. Never was. Uh, at one point, I wanted <laughs> to be now, the, the biggest guy gym. in the gym. I never was. Um, and um, but you know, you learn along the way and you start to change your goals as you go along. Because let's face it, from the twenties to your thirties to your forties to your fifties. And now I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 60 in a few days. I mean, your body changes over the decade. What worked in your 20s is not going to work in the 30s. And your goals have to change because you just can't do those things. But if you change and if you're smart about it, it can still be rewarding. And you can still see progress, although it's kind of different than what it was in the beginning. Well, we're fortunate. We're sitting here in our home gym, which we've had for many years, well before COVID. A lot of people have bought equipment now because of COVID, and they're trying to, you know, work out at home, which is a good thing. But wherever you work out, it's the whole idea behind it is you need to be consistent, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when where I started, 
uh, a guy who was pretty big in the fitness industry, owned the gym. And I remember he used to always tell me, you know, every workout's like money in the bank. It's like making a deposit. You make your little bit of deposit each time in. Not every workout's going to be your best workout. You're not setting records every time in the gym. I mean, heck, sometimes you don't even feel like getting into the gym, whether it's a home gym or if your gym's outside and it's running in calisthenics, you never even feel like going out and getting started. But if you, if you take the first steps, you start to move, and even if you have a workout that you didn't plan or you didn't go as far as fast or as hard as you wanted to, uh, it, you're making that deposit, right? And you're going to get a little interest on it each time. So I think the one thing I can say for myself is, though I've never went far in bodybuilding or powerlifting or anything like that, I've been consistent, and I think that's been kind of, that's been rewarding over the years. And it's not just great for your physical health, it's great for your mental health. Absolutely. You work out here in this gym, and you come up from the basement, and you are just like a, a new man. You are so happy, and just, he really is, he's transformed, and he's just, it releases all your stress, all your tension, especially right now. We really need that, and it's just something you love. Yeah, well, I'm really down here singing show tunes. That's why I feel so happy. But uh, no, it does. It, it makes you feel good. I've never had a workout that I've regretted. Um, you know, and I think that most people, once they get going, should pretty much feel the same way. I mean, it makes you feel good, and it helps the quality of your life. So, if you can, if you can start, you know, get the initiative and start. I think it's rewarding for everybody. That is true. I've never left the gym or finished a workout and said, oh, I wish I didn't do that. You always feel great afterwards, but sometimes the hardest part is just getting your sneakers on and getting going, getting yeah. moving. But there's some people, like you love working out with weights. You just love it. And I do it because I like the benefits. I don't love it as much as you. I love to play tennis. That's my thing. That's really fun for me. It's a game. It's great. But you really should try to find something you like, shouldn't you? Absolutely. If it's if it's drudgery, if you don't want to do it, if you don't like it, you're not going to do it. You got to find, and there's the, the neat thing about fitness or exercising or whatever your goals are, there's so many ways to skin a cat. There's so many things you can do. Um, I think that basically you need to have some cardio, uh, I think you need to stretch, which I neglected way too many times in my life. And you need some resistance training. But it doesn't mean you have to live heavy, lift heavy barbells. There's so many ways to do resistance training from calisthenics to, uh, uh, to weights to bands. There's so many things you can do and still find ways to progress. Cardio is a necessity. And as I get older, I really see that. And I really wish I paid more attention to flexibility. I do it a little more now. You know, when I, when I was a young fella and I'd go into the gym, this was pretty much the warm-up. <laughs> okay, you know, and then you're ready to, you know, wasn't the most effective route, but um, I think that, you know, if you, if you expand those ideas as you go and as you get older, I think it's a good thing. The interesting thing that I wanted to ask you was, I mean, you attained a much higher level in competition than I ever did. You wound up competing on a national level. I remember us going to California and you competed in the national, she qualified for the national Miss Fitness. So you hit a very high in competition. You know, how did you kind of change your goals from that competitive edge when I saw you just train like a mad woman to staying fit now uh, as time goes on? Well, when you're doing something like that, it's really extreme, and you have to give up so much, and nobody can really live like that. It's just, it's just over the top. So, you know, but you have a, you have an end goal. You have a date. This is the show, and this is when I'm going to do it. But in regular real life, I think you need to find a way to do things that are a little bit more moderate. 
so you don't get hurt, first of all. We're thinking a lot more about that now, not just to look good, but also to feel good and, and to you know be healthier. But also, as I said, I try to find things that I really like to do, and I make it a part of my life. It's just a part of my life, and it just always has been. So I've been, I feel fortunate that way, and I want everybody to know how great it can feel. And it's just unfortunate that some people never were either involved in it or were taught how to do it and never really got into it. I mean, you used to own a gym. So you saw different people come in and some people would work really hard and some people would just come in to just say they were there. But you used to put programs together for people. How did you do that? Yeah, well, that was actually a lot of fun for me because my background at that point was exercise physiology and um, just helping people progress. I mean, if somebody starts at one level and they spend three months or six months in the gym and they start to improve, I got as big a bang out of that as they did, believe me, because you know if you can help formulate a program for them and it works, it's great. But it goes back to kind of like what you said, you know, we all know we got to eat vegetables. Some people hate spinach, but they can eat cauliflower. They may not love cauliflower, but it's a vegetable they can stomach, they can get it down. So it's the same with exercise. You got to find something that you love. If you can't find something you love, find something that you like. If you can't find something that you even like, find something that you can stomach, that you can do. Because if it's if as somebody says you're going to go into a gym four days a week, you're going to work out an hour, you know, and you're going to bang it out, you know, rain or shine, whatever. As some people, that's just not palatable, and they're not going to do it, and that will make them stop. But there's so many other things you can do that you may love, you may like, or that you may at least be able to do. And I think that's what's really important. Find the thing that you can do and stick with it. And you know, and you'll make, start to making see an appointment. I've talked to, I've interviewed so many people about exercise and fitness, and one of the main things, the two things they really say is, if you can, try to get it done in the morning. Cross it off your list. You don't have to think about it the rest of the day. If you can, if you're a morning person and you can get it done. And the other thing is, make it an appointment like you would make a business appointment, a doctor appointment, and and just know that you're you're going to be there no matter what. And that's something you do. You you just, you will not miss your workout unless you're injured or something. Come. And you're a busy guy. And you really, you know, when people say they don't have the time, they don't make the time. Well, it's not I, I agree with you to an extent, but, you know, the, the appointment exercise, if you can do it, it's great. But sometimes our lifestyles don't allow that's that. True. I think more, more what you have to say is in a 24-hour period, I'm going to get it done. At some point, I'm going to I'm going to pinpoint that and do it. You may usually train in the morning, but something comes up in the morning and you have to fit it in the afternoon. That's true. I mean, my gym was open from I think we started at 6 a.m., we closed at 11. And I remember I used when I owned the gym, I used to get my workouts in a lot of times we'd start at about 11:05. Um, because that's when we could relax, nobody was asking us questions, but we got the workouts in. And I think seeing that people would come in at all hours of the day we had people who were executives in Center City, Philadelphia that would come in. I, one fellow would come in at 10 o'clock at night. That was his time. And he just wanted to get his exercise in. But, you know, I think as, as long as you make the commitment, I'm going to get it done today. If you can do it by appointment, I think that's terrific. Mm -hmm. But, you know, get it done because there's very few things in life we do that really are just for us, that really benefit us. And I would say it want to be selfish about anything in life it's to get your exercise in because it's going to help you it's going to help your family the people who depend on you like I said it's going to help your quality of life I really do believe that that is it's absolutely true and what about people who either haven't worked out in a while or just starting a program now what do you recommend for them to do you know I think it it depends a little bit about their background if somebody is starting and they've never exercised before 
um, you know, that's one thing. If they used to exercise, but they stopped in their 20s or 30s, and now they're 50 or approaching 60, you almost have to forget what you did before. It is like starting over. And then you have people that just stopped for maybe a season or a year. So I think you got to kind of take stock of yourself. If you've never really exercised before, or if you haven't exercised for a while, and you're 40, 56, you're really any age, get to a doctor. Get your blood work done, you know, yeah, get the vitals done, make sure that there's no anomalies going on that could be a problem. Um, and then from there, you know, you want to start a program. I always say start lower than you ever thought you needed to be, you know, make it easy at first, something that you're not going to be super sore, you're not going to not want to come back the next time, and then you slowly make it a little more each time. Um, I would always start, if you think you could do 50 push-ups, start at 10. Yeah. You know, if you think you could run a mile, start at a quarter mile, just jogging. And then the next time, do a little more and do a little more. So, you have to leave yourself room for improvement. You have to, And you have to give yourself a chance for success. Because if you make it too hard at first, some people do that in the beginning of the year. That All right, that's it. I'm going to work out five days a week. Cut out all sugar. Cut out all bread. Don't eat this. Don't eat that. And then after about six weeks, less than that, they, they can't do it anymore. It's just too much for them all at once. So it's yeah. better to start slow. Well, you always you have to have the next step. I mean, if you say you're, you're going to get in shape and I'm going to cut out, you know, all carbs, I'm going to reduce my calories, 1,500 calories a day, I'm going to do an hour and a half of cardio, and I'm going to do four days a week of weights. Well, after the first month, what do you do next? I mean, you're going to go down <laughs> to 100 calories and, you know, four hours. So you always have to leave yourself that next step to take and then you know that that way you have something to look forward to but it's attainable I, I just think you have to have a program that's attainable that each little progression is something that's doable um, and that's again that's going to be I think the model for success for most and there's people. a lot of good information out there you know, of course always check your sources but there's a lot of good trainers people who are doing this now a lot of them now online because of you know where we are in our world but uh, a lot of wonderful you know workout videos and really different ways to get to the same place as we talked about so it doesn't have to just be you all by yourself a lot of times people like working out with a friend because that keeps them motivated as well yeah I, I, I think so and I think that there's a lot of good sources out there and you know there's so many different ways to exercise and so many different things to do I mean you know some people are like you got to do Pilates you got to do yoga you know you need to stretch you need to do aerobics you need to do weights I mean everybody attacks it a different way I think there's probably a ton of good information on the internet or on YouTube but you, the thing to do is you got to get started even just start by taking walks get outside you know walk after dinner with your spouse or your partner or whatever and uh, we do that as a family a lot yeah you got you got to start to I mean it's amazing when I was younger I thought exercise I thought walking was really just to get me from the refrigerator to the bathroom and then <laughs> back to the couch. I mean, that was, you know, but you don't realize what a good exercise. Yeah, we is. go with our son and our daughter and yeah. we just, it's really a nice family time. And, you know, it's, it's not hard to do a couple miles. It doesn't take very long. It's just no. really nice and it, it's fun. You get outside, especially we've all been indoors a lot more than we've wanted to be. Yeah. So it's a great way to share some time together. And, and if that's where you start, that's where you start. Yeah. It's, you can't put pressure on yourself to do a certain workout or, or attain a certain thing, your very first work workout, your very first week, your very first month, you gotta you, you gotta start, you gotta establish a baseline. I would try to establish the baseline 
probably lower than where you even think it should be, and then just start to progress from there. The one thing I can say is in almost any fitness program, up to a point, it's got to be progressive. So you've got to make it a little bit different each time if you want to see a little bit of change in your conditioning, a little loss in body fat, a little increase in strength or muscle size or tone. If you do the same thing, if you do 10 sit-ups every day from now till doomsday, you'll just be proficient at doing 10 sit-ups. <laughs> right. only, you'll only get the change that'll take you to do 10 sit-ups. You know, it's the 11th and 12th one or two sets or, you know, then adding in something else. That's where you start to be progress. It doesn't mean you, you, you have to go from light dumbbells to monster dumbbells or to run a four-minute mile. You know, the, the, these goals kind of establish themselves depending on how you progress. But establish a baseline, go a little bit less than you think you even should start, and then slowly progress from there. I think you can kind of almost get a wave or a momentum to get in better shape. And you change your workout fairly often. You don't do the same thing all the time. Well, I do because I think at my age and, you know, I got a lot of miles behind me with, <laughs> with exercise. I really do. I mean, I've had, you know, two back surgeries, a shoulder surgery, uh, and a lot of my contemporaries, when we all tried to lift heavy, you know, we talked to each other. It's always like, how's your elbow? Well, my elbow's fine, but my knee's killing me. How's your shoulder? Well, my <laughs> yeah, wrist is... That's yeah. where we all are. Yeah, we just start to compare how well, banged you up we are. power lifted, and that was a lot of weight. That's, yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I mean, I, I did things that, you know, I, I, at, at one point in my life, I did go, try to go to the extremes. And I was, like I said, I was never that big or that strong compared to a lot of people. But it was taxing on my body. So I feel it now. And I, you have to change and you have to adapt if you want to keep at it you know it's I think how about you the same thing with you well yeah well that's true I used to run and really you know that's I have knee issues now and we well, used know, to run to a gym work out run home and then you'd play tennis or you'd play tennis twice a day but yeah you've I used had to, to do kind that. Of, you know you've kind of had to you know stop oh absolutely I used to really I used to work out twice a day when well, when I was training for competitions I would I would do that and that was just 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 way too much you know you, you can't sustain that for forever but yeah I mean if I look back on it now I probably didn't stretch enough I kind of thought stretching was boring and who really needs it when you're in your 20s and everything feels good <laughs> but I wish someone had gotten a hold of me then and said hey listen when you're in your 50s, you're going to feel this. So yeah. start stretching now and get yourself more flexible as you get older. And yeah. that and that really has, you know, something that has really resonated with me. I, you know, I was teaching workout classes my entire life for, gosh, 30 years until, unfortunately, my gym just closed. But that was always a big part of my class, too. I'd always try to make sure that people would be done, you know, finishing up and people would walk out and I'm like, please stay for the stretch because that's the most important part because that's when you get injured, when you're not stretching and just not letting yourself cool down and have that time to let your body just really get more flexible. Yeah, the one thing they in life, everybody says, you, you can't buy experience. It's the one thing you can't buy. And, you know, I think I've made every mistake you can make in a gym and in a workout program over time, but you learn from it. And uh, so, uh, you know, even with, you know, our kids and stuff, we kind of try to impart that on them to try to They're not down stump here with their us working out. Yeah, yeah, they just did it with us today. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. So, and if you have a, a partner or a spouse that wants to get into it too, you can kind of feed off each other, or even just a good friend or, a, you know, a training mate. It's, it can be very rewarding. There's just nothing really like it in the world. It's a, it's a natural high after you're done. You just feel so good. You know, so thank you for imparting your great knowledge 
appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know about great knowledge, but it was. it's always fun to sit next to you. So. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me. We'll have to do this another time. We're actually thinking about possibly doing some some workout stuff on YouTube. We'll see. We'll see how that goes in, in the future. So, But this was a lot of fun. Thanks, hon. Appreciate it. And thank you for joining us today for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. We'll see you next time. Mm. <laughs>